When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome to post game here. Sorry, I haven't combed my hair or anything. I don't think you guys care, do you? Brutal. I don't know what else to say. Uh, I do want to thank our sponsors because they pay the same amount of money if Iowa State wins or loses. Carl Auto Group and my dear friends at Centurion Stone of Iowa. Uh, just Groundhog Day, another massively frustrating loss for this Iowa State football team. The, I mean, the stat of the game here is that you almost double them up in yards, 422 total yards to 246, and you score 10 points and lose. Um, pretty much borderline incompetent. You average 5.3 point yards per game and add 10 points. Pretty incompetent there on the goal line. Uh, a couple times you saw in the third quarter. And uh, you guys are out for blood going by my Twitter reactions and stuff. And I I can't say that I blame you. I don't blame you. And I, I do think, and, and I don't know the specifics, and I'm certainly not privy to any information uh, that's going on inside the building, but uh, the you know performances like that on the offensive end, one game after another, and it's the same stuff. I I, I think there'll be changes, and and I don't know what I don't know what it will be. Um, again, I don't I don't have that information. It gets really really difficult when you guys start like yelling at me and cursing at me, and because um, <laughs> I'm just sitting here like you are, and I'm and I'm trying to dissect it um but i do know that i do i know matt pretty well and you can see the look on his face um he's losing his mind and i just i do think that they'll make some changes and again i don't know what it will be but i think that the the play calling in the offensive line inside the five yard line on those two i mean that was coaching in my opinion um, one, the line isn't very good, but why, right? Like this is a continued thing. Why isn't the line ever getting better? Gets worse. And then two, I mean, some of the stuff was just not, you, it's hard to explain. Really frustrating too at the end. Cause you finally punch one in the end zone and then the defense gives up the, um, you know, the touchdown drive there for, for Shuck and, and Texas tech. And that's. Here's the thing. I mean, there were a couple deals there. Uh, there was a long play on the final offensive possession where uh, it's a bad throw. It's like a half step behind Xavier Hutchinson on the crossing route. Would have been an easy first down. 
X can't keep making miraculous highlight catches one after another. I think he's the best wide receiver ever to play at Iowa State. You can't expect him to do it every time. And it's the same thing with the defense, too, right? I mean, that defense is delivered time and time and time and time and time again. And I, you know, I don't think they'd let up or anything. Like, it's it's really difficult to just, you know, shut teams out. And that's basically what you have to do with the Iowa State offense right now. And, it, and as bad as it has been. And the thing is, though, guys, it wasn't even that bad tonight. It was bad in those situations. 422 yards. I mean, they 12.8 yards per completion. Deckers didn't turn it over. Like, it wasn't that bad tonight, but they're bad in those situations, and you have two missed field goals, and it's freaking 10 degrees out. It is maddening. It is beyond frustrating. And it is... And listen, like, this pisses me off, Dan. I'm not making any excuses. Don't give me that crap. I'm not giving any excuses here. Yeah, Jeff, I'm not. You want excuses? I'm giving you reasons. This is why they're not winning. And I'm telling you the reasons. And stuff like that just pisses me off to no degree. I'm sorry. Losing my uh, losing my cool here. The situation um, on the offensive line clearly needs to be dealt with. Uh, the the false starts. I mean, how does a center false start on that last last drive? Um, it's just really, really the frustrating part to me is, and and I've said this a lot, as bad as the offense has been, it's like God. If you make a couple of thirty yard field goals tonight, you win. Still, despite it all, because your defense is that good. If you catch a couple of balls the last couple of weeks right you still win despite it all and that's to me the most frustrating part of it because you still because your defense is that good it's that good to put you in those spots and you can't just be average on offense and you can't just be okay on special teams and I I don't know a lot of you are asking me why the Nettles kid was kicking. I, I don't know. I'm not privy to that. I'm I'm guessing that that will be asked about in post game. Brett Meyer and I were talking about this at um, halftime, and I'm assuming that there's an injury or something that we don't know about. I don't know how your kicker gets hurt. It's just a really weird move to just bench your kicker. Going into game 10 seems really, really, really odd. And – Listen, I don't know when this stuff happens, but I think it's going to be a really active next two, three weeks. I mean, buckle up. I think that, I mean, you're all but out of bowl contention now, and then unless you would pull off a biggest upset in college football this season next week at TCU. But you got to remember, you got the early signing day now. If you're going to start making coaching moves, this is when you, you kind of hit the gas. I mean, it wouldn't even be crazy if they did something, if they were going to, here before the TCU game, I doubt that that happens, but it wouldn't. Um, it wouldn't be completely crazy either, just to get a head start on everything. But we'll see. Um, we will see. But yeah, uh, just brutal. Uh, thanks to all of you who braved it out there. Uh, that was that was really um, 
pretty cool. I mean, watching all those Iowa State fans out there, you guys are the best. This this is the frustration that I have um, that Matt points out here watching on Facebook. Um, despite it all, you're a few kicks and catches away from seven and five or eight and four, and that's the whole thing that's just maddening. Uh, you're just you're you're right there, despite being that bad offensively. You know, if they're just average on special teams, I don't the kicking thing. Uh, I, I, it's you just like appreciate a good kicker in college when you have one. You know, Mevis was really pretty good. Asali wasn't perfect, but he was pretty reliable. That stuff tonight, like those kicks, weren't even in like they weren't even close. I mean, that just completely shanked those two. The other one was perfect, the one he made. But like. God, when you're playing like with this type of a defense and it's freaking 10 degrees out, you can't miss 30-yard field goals. You can't miss two of them, especially when your offense is like this. And that's what's so frustrating to me about the drops is when when your offense is struggling constantly and you have a play that's actually there and you keep dropping the football. Now, it wasn't too bad tonight, but yeah, you're you're right. It's just really, really maddening, uh, and I know you guys are frustrated. Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I'll I'll say this: if if you're on here and th- saying that the Matt Campbell needs to be fired, and a few of you have, then you're an idiot. Okay, then you're you're dumb. Put that as eloquently as I possibly can. You know, because it wasn't very long ago when. You know, instead of losing this game by four and being frustrated, you, you know, are losing to Baylor by 70, right? Like, so back off, back off the ledge, put down your Cody Road. Obviously, changes need to happen, but stop with that garbage. He's not going anywhere. It's a stupid thing to be saying. Back off. That's that's dumb. Okay? It's really, really, really dumb. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it quits. Some of you guys are just being downright brutal, and um, I don't really want to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you guys. We'll be back here. Uh, we'll be back here for the TCU game because we're always here at Cyclone Fanatic. We never leave, and we have a lot of coverage coming up from Oregon this week for both basketball teams. Uh, are out in Oregon. And I, I agree with you, Charlie, that Matt Campbell's the best thing to happen to Cyclone football in, in decades. Completely agree with you. I mean, Dan McCarney, too, right? We, we're not going to leave out Dan McCarney because he's the one that kind of started this all. But, like, it's just, like, it's so maddening to me that after one bad season with a criminally young team that a lot of, like, not a lot, that some people will just jump to that. Like, where's your perspective? Or do you just simply not have any? If you think Matt Campbell should be fired after this season, you are an idiot. Okay? Okay. I mean, I, I'm just, I, I got you got to stand up at, at some point. <laughs> I have to say it. You're an idiot. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to Minneapolis tomorrow. Vikings and the Cowboys, where I'm sure my Vikings are going to lose. But that's okay. 
taking my dad for Christmas. My dad's a Cowboys fan, so I got us tickets to this game for Christmas, and uh, we're going to head up there. But then I'm coming back, and then we are going to be flying out to Oregon. I'm doing play-by-play for Iowa State men's basketball coming up this week, uh, filling in for the godfather who will be with football. So really, really looking forward to that. And that will be a phenomenal week. And uh, they play Villanova on Thursday. The women play Thursday as well against Michigan State. So that'll be really cool. And uh, we'll we'll turn back around here and change our attitude up. And I apologize for lashing out. I just like these things are really hard. Like uh, just being real with you guys. Like if you'd see my Twitter feed and the amount of like just um, vile tweets coming in, it's just really really frustrating it makes it not a lot of fun but i love i love you all thank you so much for the support and uh we'll be back here next week all right all right go get some sleep sleep it off appreciate you guys take care